What, nobody wants to talk? What's up, Handsome Jack? I know you can see me, dog. Good evening. Hello. Yes, indeed. Oh, hey, how you doing, man? Um, Colt, nineteen ninety four. When did I serve? Uh, I served. I actually joined when I was seventeen years old uh, in nineteen ninety eight uh, in the Marine Corps first, uh, and I signed up for O three eleven. I got a seventeen on my ASVAB, and I was seventeen years old. How about that? Uh, and that's absolutely terrible. I'm sure you know that for an ASVAB score. That's about as worse as you can get. In fact, the Marine Corps barely allowed me to get in at on that score. SBU24 in the house. Hey, brother, what's up, man? ya? That's right. Did you do those paintings in the background? No. I bought them from uh, Hallmark. Just kidding. Yes, I did those paintings. I absolutely did. And, uh... I basically, as a reference, I got a lighthouse on this little picture, but I've been doing oil painting for a long time, and all that goes to show you is, is I'm not a Bob Ross. I'm much better than him, actually, because I don't have that crazy afro like him. However, uh, as far as painting, I, I, I don't have, uh, the only similarities I have with Bob Ross is the severe PTSD. I think he was like a Vietnam vet, and the guy was like, I mean, have you ever seen some of the memes on him? He's got, like, seriously PTSD. Um, King Vaughn, tell us why you are on house arrest. You know, I've never had that question before. Let me see. Um, you know, I can't really talk about it too much, but you can look me up. Uh, uh, just research John McPhee, and, and I was uh, arrested uh, by the FBI, like 15 agents, maybe 14, uh, in, in connection with him and charged with a, a bunch of uh, felonies. Um Happy accidents, Nord man. I've had a lot of accidents. I don't understand what that means, man. Th thank you though for your support. When can you tell us about your house arrest? Why the ankle bracelet? Uh, thanks, man, for for the question, brother. Uh, that's go San Diego. I, I guess it says go Diego fit. That's cool, man. I need to check you out uh, in San Diego there. Uh, but I can't really talk about the ankle bracelet too much. I can tell you that. Uh, no, I'm going to decline that. That um, it's in connection with John McPhee, uh, the, the late John McPhee. God rest his soul. Uh, he uh, supposedly hung himself in prison. I think he is dead. Uh, he, um, but I think he got murdered. You know what I'm saying? But I was the only one uh, arrested in connection uh, with him. So thanks for, thank you for everybody uh, joining right now. Uh, this is my second time to go live. Um, believe it or not, I didn't set that painting up like that just for y'all to see as like a cool background. Although I did set the camera up in front of that painting. So that's kind of the same thing, but I do paint that, uh, I do do oil painting. That's all my own there. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to do my best though. Cause I know people are going to see it, but yeah, I've been on house or house arrest for a while. Yeah, I do paint. Uh, thank you. Uh, Teresa Boucher, 59. I do paint. Yeah, oil mediums. Do you know about the... 
I'm still getting used to this, but this I'm, I'm actually live streaming on YouTube, and and I got this awesome guy. His name is uh, Reese Irish, and he has helped me. We've been boys for a while, and he's online too. He can just hear me talk and jab like always. But he's helping me out with this podcast, and it's been pretty awesome. I'm live streaming right now. Touch point. See, I knew it would come. Somebody out there was going to say, you know how many times people have said that today? Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you loving the stories. John Osha, 1984. Thank you. That's right. The beacon. The lighthouse. We all got to be beacons. We all have to be lighthouses for somebody, you know? That's what I'm trying to be. Thank you for, thank you for, uh, thank you for saying that. Why house arrest? Just look me up, man. Uh, it's in connection to John McAfee. I was the only one uh, to be arrested uh, in connection to him. And unfortunately, I was charged with the same things as he was, which are pretty serious. How long are you on house arrest for? I don't know. I'm very curious about... I ask the same question every day to my lawyer. I'm praying all the time for great news uh, about that. And, I, I, you know, I just hope uh, and pray every day that... Um, that uh, there's some relief eventually, and I can't really comment uh, on anything else than that. I've been on house arrest for probably 240 days. Uh, and so, I mean, it's not bad considering, I mean, house arrest is bad, but it's not bad considering the alternative being in a federal penitentiary, like a, a literal federal penitentiary in Texas here or in New York. So, so I was very fortunate. I've been treated well. Yeah, you better be ready to uh, do the touch point on the 11th. You know what I'm saying? Bounty Hunter, is the dead man switch real? Hey, look, if I scratch my nose, it's real. You know what I mean? But other than that, I don't really know. And I just scratched my nose, so. Touch point. <laughs> Dude, this guy, you're always on, man. I, how do you say that? Ochre, O-K-U-U-R-L? Thank you for your support, brother. I'm praying for you, dog. Thank you. You should try to get on the Sean Ryan show and tell your story. Vigilance Elite. Thank you, Shamu S4BS. Uh, hey, man. Uh, that I heard that's a great show. I haven't seen it. The Sean Ryan. It's, I think it's a seal uh, that does that podcast. And, uh, you know, that's that's awesome, man. I've, I've had a couple buddies that go on there. I've never seen his podcast, but I heard it was awesome. He's got a big following and, and some serious support. That's cool. What's up? Did you just say, did you just say sub from Canada? Man, that makes me feel real special, man. Thank you. That's really cool. You're, you're in, you're all the way in Canada, huh? Wow. Thank you for praying for me. Joe Rogan show. Hey, I'll go on any show right now. I'll do the Jimmy Watson show. Uh, I'll do the Texas Tornado show. You know, I call my buddy Reese Irish. His name is Beezy. And I'll do the Beezy show. You know what I'm saying? Uh, this is not a tattoo program or tattoo show. I don't suggest people getting tattoos because once you start, you know, it's kind of cliche to say, oh, they're addictive. But it's kind of strange because for me personally, um, since I'm the only one in this room, the you know, I got I got the first sleeve done, which took a long time, this one right here. And, and you know, it's part of the SEAL culture. Uh, it's kind of like getting tattoos and stuff and what they, they all have meaning and stuff but but this one I got you know life and death the roses that eventually die and then 
and then a grenade explosion, you know, explosive right here for like, you know, punching and stuff, you know, just doing stupid stuff. Uh, but, but the tattoos are, are, are all meaningful. If you're going to get a tattoo, get something meaningful, you know what I'm saying? Like, and make it like commemorate something so you can suffer in silence while they're just needling you for hours and you can kind of like get some, vent some pain out, pain off like that. But also like, so you don't regret it, you know? Uh, I mean, don't get the ring on your finger. I mean, seriously. Okay, you can. If you got a ring on your finger, that's awesome, man. Whatever. I mean, I can't talk trash. I got a big old scar on my neck from somebody carterizing that that uh, tattoo of my ex girlfriend. You know, her lips on my on my neck. Uh, this one, Tofat, you said you have inspired me to get back into the Word and keep my trust with God even through current struggles. Man, I. I don't know whether to call you brother or sister right now because of your, your handle name, Tofat. I, I don't know. However, I will say this right now. Uh, you know, staying in the word of God is, it, you know, the, the Jesus said, give us this day our daily bread. Our daily bread is not necessarily physical food. It's spiritual food. And how we get that is only through scripture. It's not through Joel Osteen. It's not through Jimmy Watson. It's not through, you know, this or that or TikTok. It's through the Word of God. You know, those other people are awesome and stuff. And one of those people I mentioned is, is a straight-up war machine. I won't say who it is. It's not Joel Stein, but it's the other guy that I mentioned. But but even that, you, you, you can only get so much motivation. You know, think about it. You know, can you really name in your little catalog here, like, you know the motivational messages that you've that you've heard recently besides mine flying high in the sky the thing i just posted no you can't you can't remember them can you but after af, right afterwards you're like man that was so inspiring i am going to go on the the most amazing diet ever right now and then 5 minutes later 5 minutes later you're just like just crunching those those amazing uh strudels that you put the icing on uh, from your refrigerator that you got in your freezer right now, man, those will put the weight on you. Do not go there. Joel Osteen is a joke. Don't say that. Come on. We don't know that. We we don't know that. You know him personally? I, I don't. I don't. Touchpoint. There's so many people right now saying this touchpoint, and I can't tell you uh, if that if I died just knowing that there was five people out there saying touch point, yelling it in some super Walmart and, and just punching out right here all day. Look at this. Touch point. Beasy, my boy, was like, what the hell is, 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 what is, sorry. What is touch point, Jimmy? I said, bro, every time you go outside, do you not hear somebody yelling touch point? Do you not go to the super Walmart and hear somebody say touch point? And then you yell back, touch point. Or they, they may say touch, and you say point. And if somebody yells point, don't say nothing. It's a, it's a trick. It's a trick. But if they say touch, you say point. Touch point. And what that means, Beast is going to get mad because I'm standing up. And yes, I'm wearing shorts. They're just very short. It's not about if I'm wearing shorts. It's just how short they are. But check it out. So a touch point is like this. you got to get in stance. This ain't no 1980s isosceles, okay? Jesse Ventura's isosceles. 
This is the real deal. You have to get in the right stance. You know, you have to be ready to kick and you have to be ready to touch point. Now, I have to do an extra uh, move because of my GPS, you know what I mean? But I've been practicing for you guys. But a touch point, a touch point is actually, sorry, a touch point, every time I say touch point, okay? And, and when you hear the millions of billions of people saying touch point, okay? Uh, that came from not me, but it came from this amazing, incredible following uh, uh, and fellow fellow TikTokers, okay? And, and so it's 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 gone viral. Uh, you want to talk about a pandemic, uh, Corona, and then Touchpoint uh, virus is going on right now. Man, my GPS is going off. I hate that. Touchpoint. My parole officer right now is saying, Touchpoint. Jimmy, come in for another urinalysis. Touch point. Hey, what did my urinalysis say today? Yeah, I'm sorry, Jimmy. It's uh, positive for uh, touch point. Man, you did what I did. I started painting after I retired. 22 years, bud. How about you? Wow. Yeah, that's what I did, man. I actually heard I, I heard the um, retiring out of the SEALs was brutal, you know? And or, or out of the military in general, in that transition um, from from the teams, the SEAL teams, to a uh, real life, it, it it can be brutal, especially on a guy like me. I wasn't really prepared, you know. And so I got out, and um, when I was, I had a traumatic brain injury in the teams, the SEAL teams, and I was and I was in James Haley Veterans Hospital in the polytraumatic ward. And that's where um, I saw a lot of guys in pain management doing uh, painting and stuff. And they were doing this these incredible paintings and leatherworking and stuff. And I was like, man, I want to do that. Because what they were doing was uh, they, they, were, they were getting involved in painting and all these extra activities. So they're not doing heroin. So they're not doing morphine and stuff. People, if you want to know, everyone, why... Um, if you want to know how these guys, these poor guys and girls are being homeless and committing suicide 22 times a day, uh, then you, you need to realize the process. How does someone go, how are these people uh, homeless, right? Well, well, here's, here's the chain reaction. Here's, here's the consequences of war. Okay. What I learned at James Haley Veterans Hospital is war is no uh, match for her. Um, uh, for her aftermath, war's aftermath, okay, is is way worse than war itself. So war is no match for her aftermath. That's what I was trying to say. So, but at the hospital, I realized that these poor guys and girls they get blown up overseas, right? And then they come, they go to the hospital and get worked on. They, you know, if you know, if you have your leg amputated or a body part amputated. You, you got to go on morphine. You have to go on all kinds of different pain meds and stuff, right? Well, well, it's so easy to get d addicted to Dilaudid, morphine, Vicodin, uh, all that stuff. The next step up is often heroin, street heroin and stuff. Once you go to snorting heroin or making it into liquid and then shooting it in your veins, you know, uh, it's extremely hard to come off that stuff. And so they get addicted. Now you're living on the streets because the addiction is so bad. It's a vice. It gets a hold of you. 
And uh, so a lot of these, these uh, next time you cross a homeless person that's holding up a vet sign, maybe he's not lying about it. You know, uh, one time I had somebody come, uh, a kid come up to me, uh, a homeless person and this girl in New Orleans, and, and they, they, they said, can I get $5? And I said, what's it for? And they said, crack cocaine. And I said, here's 20 bucks. Thanks for being honest. Huh? Who are we to judge anybody? Who are we to judge somebody? You know, like when you cross some a homeless person on the street, like who, who like what, what if you had somebody uh, inventory everything that you bought? You know what I mean? Like, like well, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna pay you your pension, but what are you gonna buy with it? Like, like you're gonna buy groceries or, you know, when we start dissecting everything, and that's why, like, I try to give freely on the streets, like the homeless people stuff is because we don't know what state of mind they're in. We don't know what they're going to get. Hey, I don't care if they get cigarettes, a 40, or Band-Aids, beans, and whatever they need to get. You know what I'm saying? A blanket. It's none of my business. But I'm going to try to, uh, and I ain't no choir boy or, or Mother Teresa, but I, I, you know, it's important for us to help people out. I just went on a rant. You're making a t-shirt. Now, I hope you're making a t-shirt about that. So, so we got this touch point thing going on, and a lot of, a lot of, uh, I think a lot of T-shirts and and, and apparel is going to come out with this touch point thing. And uh, if uh, I'm live streaming on YouTube and some other channels, and so touch point is uh, basically, uh, essentially what what you have to understand and know as a tactically proficient operator. Uh, seal or anything is you got to know your touch point so excuse me so when so you have to have a touch point without looking at it to to be able to reference your hand at night or anything else to touch whatever whatever wherever your pistol is right or wherever your seatbelt is whatever you got your lipstick whatever you're trying to put on but you have to have a touch point and so when I find that touch point and when you find your touch point a very specific place where your hand goes to when it's time to knock down an assailant or take somebody down or, or defend yourself, right? So you have to go to that touch point, you know what I'm saying? And, and as soon as you find that touch point is when you can move to the next step. What is the next step? Do you think it is pulling your defensive thing out like that, like that? So it's touch point, and generally you want to like press down a little bit and then take it out. But that, that's another story. But then you want it to be streamlined. So touch point, streamline, pop, twist, and squeeze. Next. John 3.16. Hey, this person's at Florida, man. I love Florida. I got beat up in a couple schools there for a couple years uh, being straight from Texas when my mom was a court reporter in Palatka. My bus driver was tied to a tree and shot five times. I know that because she was the court reporter for the case. Uh, and she was an amazing lady. Uh, but by all my love and respect goes out to you in Florida. I love Florida. I met my ex-spouse in Panama City uh, Beach. And uh, thank you. You said, Jimmy, we love you, brother. I love you, too. Thank you for so much uh, support uh, while I'm on house arrest here. It's incredible. Thank you. Let me see here. What else we got? We we got a, guys. 
if I read all the touch points, if, if I read every touch point, I mean, we'd be sitting here all day. Touch point, touch, which is great practice, by the way. You need to be drawn. I'd say you need to be drawing your sidearm or, or your GPS uh, ankle bracelet probably 100 times a day if you want to get real proficient, you know. Do I do that? No, I do about 2,000 times a day. Anyways, Mark Kennedy. I don't know who Mark Kennedy is. If you're legit, you'll be on Joe Rogan's podcast. Well, then maybe I'll be on Joe Rogan's podcast. Maybe I won't. Maybe he won't think I'm legit and then won't invite me on. But does that make me legit if Joe Rogan doesn't invite me on his podcast? I don't know. It's up to you. It's up to your own thoughts on that. Thank you, though. Thank you for your question. Have you ever... Is this part of your rehab? Yeah, I think so. I mean, talking to you right now... Yeah, I think I think that is part of my rehab. Whether or not you meant that condescending is, I mean, yeah, maybe so. I think so. I, I, I tell you, part of my rehab is absolutely painting. And if you don't paint out there, start with watercolor or, or oil paints. You know? What's going to happen? Can you tell me, Tommy Pickles, what's going to happen August 11th? Everybody keeps on saying August 11th. It's going to happen. You know what I mean? That's That's... Isn't that pretty? That's pretty quick, probably. Gog and Magog. That, that's in the Bible, man. That's like the showdown. That's Armageddon. Okay, well, I'm not very prepared for that with just this GPS ankle bracelet. And I can't have guns anymore. Uh, so I'm not, I don't know if I'm ready for, for Gog and Magog, you know, to, to be coming, coming down on us. Uh, thank you for your service. Thank you for, for telling me that. I appreciate that. This was... Uh, ever do an SDV team? Uh, yes, I did. Uh, that's majority of my time was in SDV. Let's see. I heard Marcus Luttrell is running for Congress. Uh, I, I heard Marcus Luttrell is running for Congress and four other seals. I, 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 I could be wrong on this, but I believe it's Morgan Luttrell, his twin brother. Uh, he actually has a twin brother that is almost a dead striking resemblance uh, and they were both in the SEAL teams, both obviously great guys, uh, studs. Uh, we're actually from the same area here in Texas. We go to the same guy's uh, pizza place called Saljo's. Uh, good guy. And uh, I do believe that uh, I, I know Mar Morgan is running for Congress or, or a political office in Texas. I, I know that. And, and I know that if either one of them uh, uh, got, got into office, they would probably make a, a, a big difference. A big one. So Landon Welt says, August 11th is my payday. So something's definitely happening. Bro, I need to get on your payday, man. August 11th is your payday? Okay. Well, 5G testing on the 10th or 11th. Well... Okay, that's legit. That's I would rather 5G testing on the August 11th or 10th happen than GOG and MAGOG in capital letters. That's like uh, revelation stuff in the Bible that this one guy thinks it's going to happen. And I hope that that doesn't happen. Did you serve with Leg or Lively? Uh, I've met both of them, and I believe you're, you're referencing Leg and Lively in class uh, Bud's class 223. 
I never did time with them. I didn't mean that, you know, like federal penitentiary time. But, uh, no, I, I uh, didn't do any time with them on the teams. I think they were both out. I think they they uh, did their time and got out, you know. Uh, let's see. Let's see. What else we got? Would you and other active members, veterans, take up arms with us against a potential takeover? You know, uh, I can't. I mean, I can't comment on that. I mean, what you want me to do uh, on house arrest about that? Um, I I can take up my GPS system. I can't have guns. You know what I mean? But uh, my, my hands and my my eyes are deadly weapons, bro. You know what I'm saying? My voice ain't as deadly as Jocko's, but my eyes are pretty deadly. Uh, let's see. What else we got? Ever spend time in, in Kurdistan? Brother, sister, semi-surge, I have spent time everywhere. In a lot of places, you know what I'm saying? Kurdistan, yes, I have. Now, that's north, and so it wasn't very bad. Of course, maybe you know that. Maybe you were there. Uh, so sorry if I offended. FEMA tests on all systems on August. 8th. Man, you guys are way more schooled than me. I don't know these things about August 11th, but it's cool. It's cool. And uh, God bless you all for for coming on here on this live stream. We're we're doing a test run right now, and so I'm just sitting here and uh, enjoying everybody's comments and everything. Uh, and uh, I've really had a great time on TikTok and, and really have enjoyed the the major following that I have received. And I hate saying following. It, it's just very humbling to have so many friends. How about that? That That's what's important in life is friends. And I hope that everybody watched today's uh, video um, on flying high. No, not smoking weed, but flying high on house arrest on my TikTok. Uh, my TikTok handle is Mighty Warrior 2021. Mighty Warrior 2021. And that is not necessarily saying that I am a Mighty Warrior. But if you read into that, I'm saying that each and every one of you is a Mighty Warrior if you allow God to take over your life and open doors that you never thought are possible and can imagine. And I also hope uh, that you saw my be, be a Hero to Someone's Challenge uh, because that's probably the most important video I could put up is be a hero to somebody. You know, I gave two scenarios. Uh, one where my uncle was a detective, a famous detective on Discovery Channel for putting somebody's skull back together and then hunting the, other, the serial killer down, crossing Canada, no offense. You know, it was American going into Canada. It wasn't Canadian going into America. And uh, so he... He tracked this person down. Well, he took me to his office when I was real little. And he showed me around. I was so amazed. Like, he had all this cool uh, uh, memorabilia. And then and then he even ran somebody's plates. And like I said in my video, they, they didn't have a rap sheet like me. But but it was an incredible experience uh, that he showed me. And I later became a Marine and got him on a Tiger cruise. And he was able to go on this cruise. So look at the fruition of that of him showing me that time as a little kid. I looked at him like a hero, my uncle. And then the second scenario I have is I always wanted to be a Navy SEAL. And so my mom tracked down a distant cousin's relative. I'm uh, sorry if you've already heard this, but 
but a distant cousin relative and, and tracked the sail down and was like, can you talk to little Jimmy? And and little Jimmy was like, I can't wait, but I'm so scared and nervous and I, because I, I never talked to a seal before. And sorry, sorry, that's my GPS. And so I, I tell this, um, I tell this Navy seal, I was like, I, I want to be a seal. And he's like, so you want to be a seal? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, you know, he's like, uh, you're not going to make it. It's, it's, it's pretty tough and not many people make it click. I mean, that was the extent of it. And it could be the reason why he was so angry is because a water hose splashed him that day and, or a sprinkler went off and hit him. Cause I was like a cat for years, you know, after buds training and stuff, you just, your nerves get damaged from, from all the cold water. You'd think like people think, Oh, let's get in the pool and splash. And, and you're a seal, Jimmy, you can do it. Get in the water, go out there and play with the kids and splash me. You're going, no, please. Please, no more, no more. It's like water boarding or something. You know, it's true. I don't care what anybody says. And if another seal's out there going, no, man, it ain't like that. Hey, bro, let's be real, man. I've heard a seal say, I've heard a seal say, hey, uh, I would do buds any day again. Bro, I saw you crying under a log for three hours. <laughs> it's terrible, man. I would never do that again. Come on. It's time to be vulnerable. If you, if you put yourself out there as vulnerable, guess what happens? People start seeing you as real and not so this macho, crazy machine that you're really not anyways. Because we're all posers. And if you don't say if you don't say you're a poser, well, you're just you're you're lying to yourself. Because every man's a poser. And, and you have to be. You have to be for survival and stuff. But it, but we put on a certain show. Just a minute. Think about it. Look in yourself in the mirror and just go, it's true. Jimmy was right. Don't cry like that. Well, just wait till the lights go off and you're in your bed alone uh, in your mom's house on house arrest when you're 40 years old and just boo-hoo and boo-hoo. Anyways, you, you, you don't have to cry about it. You can accept that you're vulnerable. And when you've accepted that you're vulnerable, now you can show everybody what a hero you really are. And now you can inspire people. You can truly inspire so many people in the world when you become vulnerable because everybody goes, wait a second. You mean I can be a SEAL too? You mean I can be a fireman too? You know, you mean I can be an FBI agent and arrest a guy like Jimmy too? You know, I you know, I, I can be that famous detective and put that person's skull together, all oh, weird stuff. You know what I'm trying to say is you, you have to be vulnerable in this world or guess what? Your relationship with your wife or your spouse starts to crash down the commode, you know? Submit yourself under the hand of God. Doors will open. Become more masculine just by doing that. You know, masculinity bestows masculinity, not, not, not the other way around. And that's why we have so many dudes in prison and so many guys in proms is because we, we, we try to get validation from our fathers and they, they, a lot of times they don't give it to us because they're not there. They can be there, but, but, but they're so passive. They're, they're, the, the emotions are not there. You know, they can be there and not be there. And, or they can not be there at all. They can abandon you. And so a lot of times we look at our own relationship with God um, as a direct reflection or vice versa as we look at with our father or dad on earth 
And so no wonder people don't believe in God. No wonder people don't believe in Jesus, Yeshua, Yahweh. They, of course they don't because, because they're having a very, very difficult time finding love. Well, well, or finding answers. Like, why? I'm not going to... I'm not going to talk to God or Jesus. He don't talk to me. Well, yeah, he doesn't talk to you. You don't think he does because your dad never talked to you. Your dad never gave you encouragement. Your dad never gave you uh, validation. Your dad perhaps never gave you forgiveness. Perhaps your dad um, uh, abandoned you, uh, molested you, what, whatever. And so no wonder that people were hurt so bad, you know, but, but when we make ourselves vulnerable and go, you know what, that may happen to me, but I'm going to but I'm gonna treat others way different. And I'm going to be that hero that everybody else thinks is not around. You know what I'm saying? But the minute we start to pose, the minute that we start to uh, uh, put on the outer shell... Tattoo Jimmy, I got all these tattoos, bro. I got a Mohawk, bro. I'm crazy, I'm crazy, I'll fight you. Uh. Well, the minute we start to do that is the minute that we start losing everybody's focus on us. We, we start losing credibility, you know. Uh, I've had a lot of people say, you're not a SEAL poser. Well, yeah, I am a poser, I guess. And, and maybe I'm not a real SEAL uh, right now. Because, I mean, if you think about it, real seals, they're at Disney World. I mean, I'm sorry, they're at Sea World, balancing on balls. I'm just kidding. But, but real seals, like, if you really think about it, they're, they're jumping out of airplanes right now, diving and dying and, and training hard. You know what I'm saying? They're working, man. They're, they're, they're patrolling. They're, they're whacking Mujahideen, you know? Uh, they're, 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 they're up in those provinces and helmet and stuff, you know? So... So you gotta be, you gotta be real with yourself. You know what I'm saying? Uh, so it ain't like the Marines, Marine Corps. You're, once you're a Marine, you're always a Marine. And there's a lot of truth to that. In a SEAL, it's like, hey man, hey, you earn your trident every day. You know what I'm saying? You earn it every single day. That's what I got to say about that. Did I lose everybody? I, I don't even know if there's anybody on. Oh yeah, there's a lot of people. Okay. And yes, 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 we all know about Touchpoint. We got to continue to Touchpoint, 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 Touchpoint every day. That means you practice complacency kills. Continue on every day. Be hardcore. And how you be hardcore is you open yourself up and make yourself vulnerable to the world, to correction, to criticism. Oh, you think I'm a, 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 a soft and you think I ain't hardcore? Well, what it is? What what is it that you think is soft about? Oh oh, because I'm bowed up all the time or something. Well, maybe you're right. Maybe I need to work on that. Then I need to work on that. You know, you know. Oh yeah, I can't bench press much. Okay, well let's let's go work on that too. You know, we we need to work out more. I guess. What's up, homie? I have a lot of people coming in here saying, "What's up, homie, Jimmy? You're so cool. You're so amazing." Okay, it's not saying that at all. People are not saying that right now, but people are saying, "What's up, homie." And God bless you too. God bless you too. Elbows down, my brother. You know what? I, I hear you. I hear you. I'm connecting with you right now. This guy said elbows down. He he's talking about don't be chicken winging. And what chicken winging mean is it, it means is like don't be throwing no uh 1980s isosceles triangle out there, you know, and putting your elbow out and bumping walls. 
you know, grenades are hitting you in the elbow. Keep your elbows down. Keep slick. Slick like this. Okay, keep everything real slick. What's the story on the... Okay, so Abadine said, what's the story on the Tufel Hund uh, tattoo? Well, as you well know, Tufel Hund means devil dog. Devil dog comes from the old battle of Bellawood, where the uh, Marines were outnumbered and fought fierce hand-to-hand -hand combat with the Germans. And the Germans, after the fight, where Smetley Butler and Dan Daly were in, who said, come on, you sons of you-know-what, you, know you want to live forever. Get, there was machine gun fire just grazing down the, the grass. But after that firefight, touch point, touch point, touch point. The Germans said, these guys are satanic-possessed dogs, which is Tufel Hunt, which means devil dog, demon hound, you know? And uh, so that's the, the story behind that. Now, the story behind the tattoo is, of course, Marines get that tattooed on them. I got that in a, t in a, in a kitchen, somebody's kitchen. You know what I'm saying? I got that in a, in a kitchen. That's my very first tattoo. Boy, I thought it was tough. Man, I thought it was hard. All right. T.A. Elsa says, hi there. Hi, how are you doing? Simplify. A lot of people saying simplify. Some are saying, yuck. And that's a whole hoorah, Marine Corps, simplify. That is a spirit decor attitude right there. Yes, touch point. I mean, some, I mean, all you got to say is touch point to me and get me riled up. I mean, it's like, what time is it right now? And I'm saying touch point, touch point. I mean, my, my mom is probably like, please don't say touch point. Please. Please. I walked downstairs today. It looked like a a, a, a five thousand pound bomb hit my little dog's shelter. My little dog's a house buzz, and so we had to go get him a new house. And my mom gets him this. It looks like a mansion. It's bigger than my room. His home. My, this little dog's room. It's bigger than my room. His house downstairs, and uh, it's got a bow on it though. So what's going on, man? I said be vulnerable, not get a bow. You know what I mean? Don't. I said be vulnerable. Don't be wearing a dress and putting on lipstick if you look like me. Dang, man. It, it, it's a lack of interpretation. It, it's something got lost. The translation is lost there. You know, sensitivity, vulnerability, not go put on a dress in high heels and start growing your leg hair out even more than it already is and shooting at a range with a pink Glock. I mean, what's going on there? PTSD, that's what's up, man. Hoo-yah, touch point. Does that thing have a barcode? Does what thing have a barcode? That's what I'm asking you now. Hoo-yah. A lot of people are coming in saying, hoo-yah. See, see, these messages are not coming in on live stream here on the YouTube and stuff. And so, so it's probably like, what is this guy doing? So I, BZ told me, make sure you read their comments, man, out loud. And don't be just like throwing stuff out there. Because if you do that, people are going to think you're whacknut. More whacknut than you already are. Like chicken wing, that, what, chicken wing whacknut is a much bigger deal. A lot of people ask, um, some people have asked, uh, you know, I've told some really scary stories, some really, really epic, scary stories. And I, I have ability to uh, 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 hypnosis. I practice hypnosis my whole life with storytelling. So when you watch my stories, I'm actually uh, hypnotizing you. I don't know if that's illegal or not. Uh, 
if you have a problem with that, just call uh, my parole officer. But, uh, you know, I tell these stories, and it is a bit uh, hypnotizing. But one of them is about this great white seal, alpha male. And uh, amongst all these black seals, and it's like he stood up. I mean, I'm talking about a real seal here, like like the one you see at SeaWorld, the, the big walrus thing. But, but this thing could stand up. And he, he looked very similar to this. But but he was way bigger, um, obviously. And he stood up and beat his chest and then just dove in the water and I was out of there. If, if you see that, him dive in the water like that, you get out of the water. One of my buddies did not get out. He had his face down in the water and just blew up. And, and the, the, the seal grabbed a hold of his face. But luckily his mask stopped some of the bite. Can you imagine that? An albino alpha white Mel Seal just grabs a hold of you and just yanks your face around and all you have is a mask on it. Anyways. Thank you. This person, uh, you know, Cletus, uh, the genius, which is an awesome name. Uh, you took that. I actually tried that handle and you actually took that from me. But, um, because you've been on TikTok longer. But uh, Cletus, the genius, said powerful stuff, man. And I appreciate you saying that. You know what I mean? I really appreciate you, 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 your support, and everybody's support is is awesome. Even that homeboy that said um, uh, I was a poser the other day. I, I appreciate you saying that because because that's about the most correct statement you could make is I am a poser, and so are you, and so are you, and so are you. Okay, powerful stuff. Yeah, I know you shot. I know you have shot Roger's course, brother. I've shot every range you can you can think of, my friend. Okay, all right. Did you serve with Aaron Vaughn? Do you? No, I did not serve with Aaron Vaughn. Somebody asked me that earlier too. Do you have any stories with him? No, sir, I don't. I don't have any stories with Aaron Vaughn. I, I did not serve with him. I, he sounds like a great guy because I've I've actually been asked that a couple times. Uh, so you listen to Iron Maiden. I love these. I love these questions. Let's see how. Let's see how. If let's see who can ask the most craziest question to me, that that I can still answer truthfully. How about that? With with it being somewhat, you know, I have ADHD a little bit, and when I read stuff, I sometimes have to read it out loud. But then it's too late to take back. And some comments have been crazy. You know what I mean? I mean, real crazy, like more crazy than you could ever even think. Do these okay? I, I didn't. I did not serve with Adam Brown, but I tell you, one of the only seal books that I ever read. I mean, like I've picked up a lot of seal books at Barnes and Noble and be like, really, bro? How to Train Your Dog to Be a Killer Elite Seal that shot Obama, uh, Osama was Osama bin Laden um, by yourself? No, you didn't. You didn't do that. I'm gonna write a book though. I tell you, I am gonna pin a book. It's gonna be. Um, why Navy SEALs should not write books. That's going to be my book. Why you should not read. Why you should not write a book when you're a Navy SEAL. That's that's going to be the second one, uh, and so forth. Who rang the bell while you were in buds, brother, sister? Who is this? Mark Johnston. I'll tell you, everyone rang the bell. You know what I mean? I was ringing the bell in my head all day long. That's another thing people don't realize. When you're going through buds, it's not like like. It's not like you think like where 
I never thought about quitting or other SEALs don't think about quitting, you're thinking about quitting all day long. You're thinking about quitting like every second of the day until there is a point where you just switch off and you don't care no more. It's like, oh, you want me to go wet again? <laughs> you want me to um, cut my head off with a spoon? I, I'll do that too and I'll pour Tabasco sauce in my eyes right now uh, just for fun. Because that's the kind of, that's that's the point you get. But generally, uh, everybody's ringing the bell in their head for a while. Uh, have I served with, have you wrestled uh, with the Loch Ness Monster? I told you already about that. I, of course I did. I wrestled with the Loch Ness Monster's children while she was watching. And if you have ever got between a grizzly bear and her cubs, you know how dangerous that is. And so you know how dangerous I am now. Because I did that. Uh, tell us more about McAfee. Uh, what do you think about seals selling out seals? Uh, I mean, it just depends on how you define selling seals out. You know what I mean? I think the I think the okay. So this person asked Tommy Pickles asked, and I appreciate your 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 response and your your question. Tommy Pickles asked me, what do you think about seals? Selling out seals. Okay, my my definition of a seal, selling out a seal, is a seal taking all the glory as he did it on his own. Let me give you a really, really good example, because I am glad you asked. As in, I shot Osama bin Laden by myself. I was the one. I'm the one. No. You turned right. Your buddy turned left. Your boys are banging out grenades down the hallway, like I said on last live thing. And But you're taking the glory for it. That's pathetic, man. Okay? He was a 90-year-old. He was a 90-year-old on dialysis anyways. Next! So, it's all about when you t take the... You're taking the glory for the team. The the SEAL teams is, is called the teams for a reason. It's a team. There is absolutely nothing in I. Not one SEAL. Me, Goggins. Goggins now is running serious races, guys. Uh, you know, and that is on its own, okay? But it actually takes a team for him to run those races. You know what I mean? And, and I, but, but me, Goggins, Kyle, when he was alive, God bless him. Uh, Latrell, uh, Jocko, any of these guys. Listen, we can't do nothing on our own. However, as a team, well, you've seen Black Swan. You know, it's rated R for a reason. Synchronized. We all turn at once, and we all touch point at once. And that's a dangerous weapon. A team together like that is undefeatable. And that's why about six SEAL team guys are worth about 100 fighting men. All right. Next, sir, have you seen the wizard? I I uh, I think I know what you're talking about, and and uh, I don't want to comment on that because I've seen a lot of things in the dark at night. You know, especially when I used to drink and stuff real hard. I used to be a partier. That man is dead. He's gone. I don't see wizards anymore. What do you What do I think about Jocko? Uh, I don't know Jocko real personally, uh, but I know guys that knew him, and man. I think 
the world of him. I think he's done some amazing stuff. I know some stories about him that, that he's done some some cool stuff, and and uh, he's just a, a cool guy to listen to. I, I don't I don't listen to podcasts. I haven't heard his, for instance, but uh, I will say that nothing but mad respect for him because it's all about reputation in the teams. Uh, you can leave with a dishonorable, or you can leave with an honorable. That really doesn't matter. It's all about reputation. Reputation in the teams is everything because it's a small community and you're about one phone call away and Jocko has nothing but my respect and nothing but an incredible uh reputation or he would not be where he's at right now you see that don't work like that is it true Bob Saget taught I see I knew there would be these great questions but let's go here is it true Bob Saget taught you how to swim in an episode of Full House um I'm I'm kind of embarrassed right now because you just said that because that I don't know I mean I didn't think that was Googleable I I didn't think that was Googleable at all in fact how did you find that out on that Duck Duck Go app on your phone I don't know you know what happened with me and Bob Saget and I don't want to talk about it again unbelievable I said crazy questions I didn't say ludicrous my goodness guys. Starting to sound like my mom watching TikTok all day, thinking Walmart's taking over the world or something. Oh my lord. Huh. Yes, SEAL Team 6 is still around. Of course they are. Now, I don't know if they're in underwater Antarctica, you know, and playing with sea monsters. That's what I was doing. Hey, how you doing, sir? Retired Navy vet here. That's awesome. Thank you for your support, and thank you for everyone's continued love and support on this channel come on let's get a couple more uh people on this thing jp is the man yes uh have i met or served with chris kyle no um uh, once again uh he actually goes to um uh this salja's pizza he, he he used to go to this salja's pizza place I was going this out. We, we all live in the same strange area here at DFW. Hey, if you're from uh, Fort Worth area, uh, big shout out. I, I think it's highly unfortunate what happened to him, but the irony of it is it can happen uh, to anyone. Think about what happened to him and think about his uh, status and, and what, and, and uh, uh, he was doing some great work over there and stuff and overseas, and, and then he gets. Uh, he, he gets tragically killed like that. That's really, it's really sad. And But I'll tell you, it can happen to you. It can happen to me, anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you think McAfee is the real-life version of Frank Woods? I don't know who Frank Woods is. Can you tell me who Frank Woods is? I didn't watch TV for in, in, or movies for two years. So I apologize if, if uh, I don't know certain, certain things that would seem very, very obvious uh how did you grow so fast let me see oh i'm getting used to this so i'm sorry guys about my strangeness uh how did you grow so fast on this app bro that is crazy uh and uh how did you get your mohawk so amazing and, and symmetrical i like the second question too i'll go into that later i'm just kidding he didn't say that but he did say, how did I grow this uh, following so fast? And it can only be by God. And, and, and I believe Jesus 
and, and I'll tell you the reason is because um, I would I want to share my my story uh, at some point real soon on this podcast that we're creating uh, because I have one heck of a story to tell you and it's a story of absolute redemption it's a story of being at the very very bottom of the pit of the barrel at the end of a gun literally hung myself I mean straight up and and and, and survived it uh, and too much has been forgiven, too much is expected. And so I, I, I believe that I'm expected by God uh, and, and, and I have a mission from him. And the thing is, is though, is so do you. You have a mighty warrior mission and that is to serve God with all your heart and to spread his, his, his mission to others. Uh, and my biggest message to everybody it's not only how Jesus literally came and transplanted my heart uh, just a couple months ago. If you would have met me a couple months ago, you, you just this guy wasn't there. You know, I was doing Muay Thai in Thailand. I'm not saying that to say I was doing Muay Thai in Thailand and not saying that to say I was cool. I, I'm saying that I was lost, man. I was so desperately lost. You can't even freaking imagine. You, you can't even imagine how lost I was. I was so in the dark. I was so lost in this world. I, 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 I had been baptized a couple times. I baptized myself in Medellin in a, in a hot tub once because I was so desperate to hear from Jesus, so desperate to hear from God. And I felt like I lost my salvation. I felt like I was going to burn in hell forever for everything that I've done. My sins testified against me. I was running from everything. I was running from myself and the worst thing I was running from was God. You cannot run from God. He will chase you down. He is in every dark corner. He is in every place you can ever imagine. He's in solitary confinement like I was in 24 hours a day. 24 hours a day. He's in, he's in every place that you could possibly imagine. And he's just sitting there going, are you ready? Are you ready to let go? Or do you want to continue this struggle, Jimmy? Or do you want to continue to fight me every single day? And so you have got to let go and surrender to Jesus Christ, Yeshua. We call it Jesus, but Yeshua, Yahweh. And, and allow him to take over your life. And once you do that, anything is possible. Anything. And so, to answer your question, uh, I, I, am just, I am absolutely 100% humbled by this incredible lightning fast uh, following. But I want to call you all my, my fellow brothers and sisters and, and warriors. Because that's who you are in, in my eyes, really. And I'm ready for whatever at all times. Zero to a million. I don't care. It's all about the same thing. And I know a lot of you are going to say touch point right now. And I want to say it too, but this is serious. It's about, it's about believing in yourself to believe in Jesus. That's all that matters. I don't care about much else in this life. Because everything else will shut the door on you. Will close you out. Will take you off air. We'll say you're a poser. 
You're not a real man. Be quiet. This is the truth. I thank you though for 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 giving me that um, that that shout out because it gave me a reason to to say it on my my live stream here to the other social medias like I actually have a following. It has been pretty incredible. It's only been uh, two weeks, three weeks, and, and and had a it had a pretty amazing following. And I can't tell you how appreciative I am when I see people following. Uh, I'm just like almost get tears in my eyes because I because I have a message to share and I want to share with other people. I want to help other people. And a lot of my videos are 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 like kind of like joking and stuff. But you know what Napoleon said? You must laugh at man to avoid crying for him. Remember that. Remember what I said. Your brother, your brother graduates bud, buds next week. That's cool, man. I, I saw the uh, my graduation date at buds was eleven years ago, and so uh, my hats off to to your brother. Uh, that's pretty cool. He's got a long journey ahead of him, you know. You know, you you graduate buds. It's raining on you. You're like, I thought the rain was gonna stop. I thought I was gonna stop getting wet. And then they hand you this, they hand you this cartoon. Uh, it looks like Sammy. It was Sammy the Seal and Freddy the Frog, and some rat that looks like he was at Chuck E. Cheese. No offense. And they're on this um, uh, certificate. They they hand you this certificate. They say you ain't no seal. Shut up. Now go across the street. And all these dudes with tattoos are waiting for you. Like what's up, man? What's up, dog? What's up? You think you're a seal? And you're like, bro, no, man, come on, man. No, I don't think I'm a seal. Jeez, calm down. I don't think I'm a seal. Dang. You know, don't bite me. Jeez. And then you got to go through another year of hell. And then you get to a team. And you're like, I finally got my Navy SEAL trident. And, I, man, I, I, your, your brother's going to do phenomenal. But what I'm saying is, you know, I finally got my trident. It's like, you know. Uh, no, you didn't. Paint that thing blue and put it in a birdcage. Uh, other social media, you know, I have, I, I just started Jimmy Watson's, um, golly, what is it? Jimmy Watson podcast. Um, I have Jimmy Watson podcast that I'm going to start airing. Um, and I, I wish I was better at social media and stuff. I just started the TikTok. I'm getting better. I, I have somebody heading all this spearheading this and thank God I do, or it would be crazy out there, but I have a YouTube channel. Uh, now, uh, Jimmy Watson podcast or Mighty Warrior 2021, uh, uh, and and I appreciate everyone for for joining on that. But I, I'm mad respect for your brother for for going for his dream, and now guess what? Because he decided to go for his dream, okay. Now it's coming to fruition. You know, now it's happening. What a great thing, right? What a great thing. That's awesome. No, I did not uh, serve with Sean Ryan. Uh, I didn't know who he was uh, until recently when somebody said, hey, man, you heard of Sean Ryan's podcast. I was like, wow, that's cool because I heard he has a big, a pretty amazing podcast. I, I think he's a great guy. I'm sure he is. Uh, um, you know, that's cool. Um, you know, next time I do this, next time I do this live, I am going to 
uh, start to uh, throw out the other social media platforms I have. Uh, I I'm starting up an Instagram. Just and so so my friend got me hooked up on this live feed, and he's got me. Uh, it's like uh, somebody where they had like 20 mics in their face. You know, that's how I explain it. And so this is live streaming uh, into Streamlabs OBS. And then it's going out to a bunch of different, um, it's going to be going out to a bunch of different platforms. Live, you know, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, uh, of course, TikTok and stuff like that. Oh, Frank Woods was a Call of Duty character. You see, I didn't play Call, Call of Duty, but I know all about Call of Duty. Okay. You probably could beat me. Okay, there's no doubt. But I, you know how I know all about Call of Duty? Let me show you. Let me show you something. It's called Touchpoint. Okay? This is not a gun. It's a GPS. It's, it's a... Yeah, I'm on house arrest. Okay? Give me a break. Just give me a break. Okay? Don't judge me. Don't judge me. I know you're judging. All right. How do I help my brother suffering from PTSD? Ladies or 94... Ask me, how do I help my brother suffering from PTSD? Um, you, you, you really can't help him. Uh, the only thing that will ever truly help him, and which you can do, which would be helping him, is to introduce to him the love of Jesus, the, the real love, that there is hope. And, um, and, but the most important thing, what I'm, what I'm about to share with you, and if anything else in this world is important, it's this right here. It's, um, the, the, and I don't know why it works like this. I don't know why the spiritual world works like this. I don't know why I didn't hear, I don't know if my blinders were on or I was living in just a, uh, an abyss of abysmal darkness, like that lost ship I talk about. But, but here's how you help your brother. And, and if he's suffering from PTSD, um, I assume that he was in combat or a veteran. However, you absolutely can have severe major PTSD, which I later learned by hitting your head on, a, on an air conditioner uh, Iraq or just or, or not ever even being in war. Look at the paramedics that face stuff or look at the females that are assaulted and stuff that go through hell, you know. Um, so, so there's all kinds of PTSD out there and it's all the same. It's not that, okay, I did 10 or 14 deployments, depending on how you count them. Uh, and, and I have worse PTSD. Okay. Uh, compared to this person that, that bumped their head on an air conditioned Iraq and they're, they're like, they're messed up now, you know? It, so, but the best advice that I could give you ever, uh, and they don't necessarily have to be military, but but Operation Restored Warrior, okay? Google that, look that up. It's called Operation Restored Warrior. And I'm going to start sending these links out on my social media platforms and, and really promoting them. Not because I'm getting some kind of coffee from them or, or, or dollars, okay? Nothing. I'm talking the real deal. Jesus showed up and saved my life there. He translated my heart. Guess what? It wasn't a 30-day program. I've been to all kinds of programs. I was in a polytraumatic war for three months. I was medevac. I, I've been to, uh, I've been in and out of hospitals. I, I was basically an inpatient for an entire year, okay, in like three different hospitals. Oh, man, it's terrible. But uh, so I've been to all kinds of programs, exposure therapy, which which helped. All these, all these programs help. 
So psychic, or you know, uh, you know, psychiatrists, counseling, meds, that stuff is is you know adequate and it will bridge the gap, but it ain't gonna stop somebody from blasting themselves if they don't get like serious help. And so my best advice is for him to go to Operation Restored Warrior. It it is it is or something very similar where it's this thing is three days long. It was like three or four days at a ranch. They invite the Holy Spirit in Jesus. He comes down, touches your life. Listen, when I went there, I was like, get out of here. You guys are really trying to, you guys are advertising that crap. You guys are really, truly going to try to tell me that it's 100% change and I'm going to hear from Jesus while I'm here. Are you nuts? I said, you guys got a lot of audacity. I told them that the very first day because they said, you're going to be 100% change. Well, three days into it, I'm going, I'm laughing, kind of scoffing, like, man, I've heard it all, man. Get out of here, man. You know, my probation officer barely let me come here with the district judge and all this. I come there, you know, and I'll tell you, the, the DOJ, FBI allowed me to go to Operation Restored Warrior. And so they basically captured me and then saved my life. Being arrested was the greatest thing that ever happened to me because it actually saved my life. I was leaving the country forever. And guess what? They, they rescued me. They saved my life. The FBI saved my life. Threw me into the pit of the well. And then I got out on house arrest. And then they allowed me to go to Operation Restored Warrior and check it out. I go there. I'm joking around. I'm scoffing, right? I'm like, oh my gosh, you know. And they do this interview. And you're not supposed to talk about it, okay, much. OPSEC with this. Because you wouldn't believe it anyways. But sit down, I'm doing my interview, and I'm just going to tell you guys this because it's so important to get across, but, but I'm sitting there doing this interview with Operation Restored Warrior, and, and they're asking me these questions, these two guys, and I didn't know they had been praying for me just by the first name. They had been praying for me for two weeks before I got there. I'm doing this interview, and they literally tell me things that, I, that only I could know. Not like a psychic. No, that's like... That's like the perversion of what God can really do, okay? No, this was the real deal. Like details, schematics, blueprints, the entire event, impossible to know this event in my life. Impossible. And when they told me that, okay, that was number one. I, I, I leaned back in my chair like this. This face right here, two hours later. Your screen's not frozen. That happened, and then check it out. The other guy leans over and he goes, your shoulder has serious pain in it, right? And I said, yeah, it's terrible. And, and that morning, I, my, my fingers were going numb. Had major damage and stuff from jumping and stuff. And he leans over, touches it. It's healed like that. Two things. I'm sold. Now I'm going, okay, 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 okay. And I, and I even told him, I said, is this a joke? Is this a joke? Is this a reality show? No, no, no. And... That's when Jesus healed me. He restored my heart forever. No more PTSD. I know it probably appears that I have PTSD or something to you, but trust me, this is nothing compared to what I was. A wild maniac is what I was, a beast. I mean, I'll tell you a story later on down the road about how I went out into the wilderness like a beast, you know, survived worse conditions than I ever did in the SEALs, but because I was a freaking animal. And that's what happened to me until I went to the hospital. 
Anyways, me and my old lady are going through the touch point sequence. Thanks for sharing that. I don't know. Beasy told me to read these out loud, guys. I'm sorry. Well, I'm glad that's. I'm glad you guys are doing that. Thank you for your support. Let's see. Do you ha do you plan on leaving the country if they let you off house arrest when they see? Uh, do you? So, do I plan on leaving the country? You know, a lot of me, um, uh, because a lot of the deep seated pain that I have, you know, it's it's a lot like the guys that threw their their medals and ribbons in the Potomac River after Vietnam and burned their their stuff, their uniforms. I'm not to that level, but I never blame my country. I got I do have a lot of deep seated pain from other issues uh, that I felt like my country let me down from other things, not this thing that's going on with me, and so so that event alone is has has made me want to leave the country but now I want to I want to put my roots here in America that's where I belong I'm a patriot I'm all about freedom and patriot and that's who I am am I single hmm well I am but you know I mean is anybody single really I don't know you know what I'm saying um I I I got a divorce a couple uh, uh, years ago, and it's been pretty hard after that. But things are going okay now, you know. I mean, I'm on house arrest. I talk to, you know, I talk to you all. Uh, in 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 between that, I talk to him. Sounds like you were doing better. Had to listen for a while. Positive. Hey, sounds like you were doing better. Uh, this person says, let's see. Uh, what is this? A Hollywood Joe vibe. Hey, thank you. Thank you for that comment. Uh, it sounds like I'm doing better. I am. I am doing way better. And this person said, Don Shipley. I assume you want to call him and verify I'm a seal. I don't blame you. But I apologize right now, Master Chief Don, for all the calls. I'm sorry for you probably have me on speed dial by now. And not just from this. I'm talking about a couple years ago. I was the CEO for Team McAfee and everybody was like, you're not a seal. So finally, against a lot of people's advice, I, I published my DD-214 with all my personal information on it. I don't care. I don't care, actually. Good or bad. Take a look. It's online. Your mom seems like a solid pillar in your life. That's awesome. You know, um, Professor uh, <laughs> Professor Fcrack, uh, you said your, my mom seems like a solid pillar in my life, and that's awesome. Yeah, you know, it's true. It's true. She has been an incredible... Can you imagine being my mom? Let's take a moment of silence. I mean, can you imagine being my mom? Really? How do you even thank her? You know what I mean? Uh, Noah Dog said, What's up, brother? Thanks for your service. Thank you very much. This homeboy just said, Hoss, it's Blaker. That's so funny. What's up, Blaker? Hey, man, I got a new number, man. I'm sorry, bro. I'll, I'll try to hit you up through my phone. That's one of my boys right there. He used to, we used to get drunk in college together. We, we were in a fraternity for about a week, and we, we were doing naked, uh, butt naked uh, uh, flying keg stands, but everybody didn't know we were flying through the air naked to catch us, to put us upside down to do a keg stand. And so when you just, like, hit the keg stand with your head naked, uh, you have to do this board meeting on the fraternity and then they just kick you out so i made it a week or so with with uh, my buddy 
Tyler Blaker, who just got on and said, what's up, Hoss? They used to call me Hoss. I was in Blackwater for a long time. What's up, brother? I can imagine being your brother, Simplify. Professor, Simplify, brother. You are my brother. You're a Marine. Always faithful. Simplify Dallas. Uh, thoughts on Green Berets? That's a, You know, a couple people have asked me that. Uh, look, they're called uh, group now, group guys. Uh, I think uh, solid cats, wrong leadership. An amazing group of guys that got their core roots in Vietnam. You know that song, you know? But but I'll tell you, man. Hey, hold on. I'll get to that question about Ted Jennings. I don't know him. Can you can you give me a reference? Who's Ted Jennings? Anyways, um, solid group of guys, just wrong leadership, wrong direction, lowering the standards. Listen, if the SEALs lower their standards, then you ain't going to have no more SEALs no more. Then you forget it. Now, to my knowledge, they haven't lowered their standards. The day they lower their standards, which I'm surprised they haven't, but they keep it, they're keeping it strong. Go SEALs. Go SEALs. Because the day you lose your standards is the day you just drop. This person said, do you think um, do you think someone who's 6'2", 160 pounds can pass buds? Uh, do you think a 140-pound man at 6'2", can pass buds? You dang right. You dang right. You cannot underestimate nobody. There's big guys. Listen, the bigger you are, the muscle, the more muscled you up you are, you the the worse it gets. You you may not make it in buds. If you're muscled up, you have a very small chance of making it up. If you're all strong and muscled, you because that means your muscle just needs that much more oxygen. So you're just going to be dying for oxygen. <laughs> you know, so so you have to um you, you you have got to come into buds in really good running shape. The fact that you're 6'2 and 160 pounds tells me that you probably uh, can run and swim. You got it like Michael Phelps' body. Hey, that's phenomenal for buds. You can absolutely make it. Don't let anybody tell you you need to work out and lift weights. Look, muscle and this kind of crazy stuff comes in the teams. Don't be showing up all crazy muscle up with a, with a trident tattooed on you with crazy scarves because it's going to look like an idiot. You know what I mean? You you go into buds, man. Um, you got to go into buds uh, in tip-top running shape. Just worry about running shape. Now, I, I am c- kind of concerned about your weight, and the only reason is is I don't know what you look like and stuff, but the more the leaner you are, the 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 more the higher chance that you're going to have in hyping out and going to the hospital. And, and it's not just about not, not, not quitting. It's about being able to withstand the cold elements. It's about, um, yes, I would do an interview. Mr. Mama 7, absolutely. What would you want to interview me about? So you have to be in tip-top running shape. Don't be going in there like the USS Jimmy. It's going to be brutal. They were like, dude, you ain't going to make it. You're too muscled up. I was like, well, you ain't met me yet. And they were about right, though. It was very hard. So you got to be in great running shape, my friend. Really good running shape. And just don't ever, don't let nobody tell you different. Don't let nobody tell you you can't do it. You know? Don't let nobody tell you. You, you know, you would not, man, if you saw, if you saw the guys that started Buds that are all cocky, like, yeah, I'm going to make it because, like, I'm an all-star. And then the people that the, the guys that finish buds, Navy SEAL training, 
big difference. You know, it's always the guys you don't even expect. It's like, that guy don't have a chance. And next thing you know, this guy's like the all-star. And the guy that's been winning all the races is a lot of mommy and daddy going, good job, Jimmy. You know, he's like quitting the second day. And you're going, I thought this guy was like a water polo champion in college. I thought he won... He, he got the silver medal in the Olympics and he's quitting on the swim? Well, you didn't factor in how cold it's going to be. You didn't factor in pneumonia, walking pneumonia. You didn't factor in the brutal elements. You know what I'm saying? That's where I'm at there. So, 62160, come on, bro. You can do it. Man, that's nothing. And I would do an interview. I'm doing an interview right now. I interview myself about 20 times a day. Yeah, I'd love to talk to somebody in real life. You know, I'm, I'm generally talking to the screen or, or myself in the mirror, which is which is, I don't know if that's healthy or not. So, uh, is that artwork? Twilliam, uh, T. William 83 said, is that artwork we are seeing all the time? Yeah, that artwork is all the time. It's there and I work on it constantly. When when you when you do oil painting, my friend, uh, you know oil painting just takes a long time. Believe it or not, I bought this canvas in Medellin, Colombia. I was doing work out of there. Don't ask in El Salvador, Nicaragua, blah blah blah. blah. And and uh, I bought this canvas, and that so it started out as a hummingbird. Then it went to a great white shark. Uh, and then it was like last Mohicans because I was mad. You can tell a lot about someone's emotions when they're oil painting. Because, you know, your emotions are coming out. So my paintings go from light to dark. This is the last painting I do on this canvas. There's about four paintings underneath there. You know, so if I become famous one day, artists, and they x-ray this 3,000 years from now, they're going to say, did you know that Jimmy painted a hummingbird in Medellin, Colombia? But it ended up this wacky, strange lighthouse? Anyways, thanks. Smurf team, what's up? Smurf team. Tommy Pickles, how do you know about all these things? You know a lot about buds and seals and stuff. A little bit too much. It's kind of creeping me out, man. Yeah, he, yeah Smurf team. I know about Smurf team. Not. I know about the goon squad. Because if you're over 200 pounds, you're getting gooned. Meaning every time you do a run in buds, you're failing, and now you're getting gooned. They're like, open your pants up, put a bunch of sand down there, and I'll do flutter kicks until you get skin grafts. Next. What is my thought on combat controllers? Um, thank you, Bray, Pitt. And uh, you asked, what is your thought on combat controllers? My thought is that you have to have a very high ASVAB score to be one. So right off the bat, you say, well, man, intellectually, they're right on the bat. Uh, pararescue, I've worked with both. I've worked with pararescue guys. Uh, there's a lot less of those, um, and I've worked with combat controllers. Ain't no problem with them. They are squared away. Good people. Um, uh, extremely respectable. They train there in Destin, Florida, Panama City Beach. Uh, uh, super, super, uh, super high speed, I think. I think they're high speed. I think they're real high speed. Just a different mission, you know? Just a totally different mission than SEALs. You know, it's all about funding, and, you know, if you're Tier 1, Tier 2, Tier 20, who cares? It's all about funding, you know? 
Just don't go around saying you're the only one that uh, took out Osama bin Laden. Right? All right. Uh, you know, it's getting late. I know, you know, uh, probably we'll close this up pretty soon. Beasy's probably like, really, bro? How long was I in the teams? I was in the teams for eight years of my life, and it ended shortly because um, I, I wanted to be like a master chief or something. I wanted to stay in long, and I had all these plans. I'll tell you what. If you got plans in this world, they're probably going to be thwarted by something. Um, I did have a, a traumatic brain injury, whatever. It, it kind of ended me shortly. Uh, and so, but, but you know, but it was a great time. And, and, and uh, uh, you know, play hard. You know, you, you pay hard, you play hard. So it's not for everybody. And I think a lot of guys quit. Uh, and, and I would say girls, too, if a girl would make it. It's open to girls, so go try. Um, if you, if you, you know, uh, a, lot of, a lot of great athletes quit, and they're well able to do it. But they just realize halfway through or just a few weeks in that this is your life. The, the reason why you're going through this training is that's going to be your life. It's like that every single day. And, and that's how it's going to be. Man, yes, you can Google how I got on house arrest. Um, and and you, can see, you can see all over the internet why I'm on house arrest. And, and the, all the trees they killed to, to write out the indictments on that. Um, I'm sorry if it was frozen for some of the time. I don't know if that was on my end or others. Elbows down, touch point, squeeze, and cheese. The shirts need to come there. So this person, uh, Mr. Mom, thank you for, for Mr. Mom, Mama, seven, uh, said um, uh, uh, they want to do an interview, a life story from death to salvation, glory and redemption, beginning to dot, dot, dot. And I'll tell you, isn't that the story that we all want to hear or, or be a part of? And, and and we want redemption in our life, and and I can't tell you uh, how much I appreciate your support and love from everybody. You know, they a hey, goddess now. Thank you for saying that. It's the app, not me. I like that. When it's the app, when it's the technology, and not me, I'll go with that. Um, I'll I'll do one or two more questions. This says official supplies, office supplies. Uh, says, um, what's your thoughts on the current state of the U.S. right now? Um, hey, you know, just it's all about perspective. You know, look, 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 look. It's all about perspective. Imagine yourself in a third world country. There's people out there that are walking three miles with a with a with a bucket in the desert to get water, and it's not even good water. Okay, and walking back three miles, you know, every day in the hot sand barefoot, a child. Okay, like here we are stocking up water, thinking Walmart is is gonna stop producing water any day now. Come on, uh, now I'm not saying you shouldn't uh, be very vigilant and be a survivalist and and continuously touch point. See how fast that was? You weren't even thinking that, but. However, nevertheless, how be it, uh, you have to um, keep in mind that we are in a, a beautiful country 
that yes, the walls may be caving in. We, we may have messed up real bad a long time ago. And now we're like, oh no, what do we do? You know, but, but what I can say is protect your family first. Protect yourself. Protect your house. You know, it, it could be Magog and Gog like this person said. You know what I mean? But, but if you're staying vigilant all the time, if you're watching my videos and you're doing Touchpoint... And, and, and that's pretty deep. It's philosophical, people. You know, don't, don't just think touchpoint is just some kind of, why is he saying touchpoint? Think about it. Touchpoint. If you know where your touchpoint is and you're always ready, head on a swivel, okay, then you can be prepared for anything that happens in this world. Okay? Anything. All right? There are incredible, mad, awesome patriots out there that are going to stand up at the right time for the right people, for the right place. You know what I'm saying? And so keep your head on the swivel. Um, and I just appreciate everybody. There's there's a lot of questions coming in. And, uh, and uh, watch the hands. I know, I know you're right, you're right. It's hard to get off here because you guys are so awesome. Uh, how to learn, I'll just, I'll just, um, I'll hit on a couple more things because I know how it is to want to to want to know a lot about buds and Navy SEAL training and stuff and what to do to prepare. So and and I, I didn't have a lot of help, you know. Um, but we're all standing on shoulders of giants, and and so um, uh, you need to get online and look at YouTube's on side stroke. It's all about. You know, it's all about creating that T, reaching out, scoop the bowl out. You can't see me scoop the bowl out, right? Coming back, breathe like that. But but, but you gotta ha you gotta have good form, and you have got to get on YouTube. There's some great videos out there, instructional videos on how to um how to do the proper side stroke, uh, and swim. You know what I mean? You, you're gonna do a lot of swimming, obviously. Now you don't need to be some kind of like God in the water. But but you gotta know uh, you gotta. It's all about form. I've touched on that so many times with everybody. I hope that you're you're understanding that. Like when I do this touch point thing or, or or whatever, it's all about form. Pa 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 pa. You know, it's it's all form. Everything is form. You know, perfect practice, perfect performance. Do not go out there doing sloppy stuff. You know. Okay, this says uh, Henderson. Uh, Henderson just said trying out for the seals in six months. Uh, time. Any main tips, please? Question mark times 3,000 squared. I need the advice. I know you do, and that's why I'm going to give it to you. Um, the main tips that I can give you is do not. One of the biggest things uh, that you can do wrong is overtrain. So do not come in overprepared. The worst thing you can do, check this out. Because they don't tell you this. Back in the day, you wanted to like, you wanted to like go all out back in the day. And, and, and because when you got there, you know, you were either going from a gunner's mate class to buds in your bell bottoms and running your butt off. Or, or you're going right off the street, right? Into buds, whatever. Well, well nowadays, it's, a, it's an SO rating. You're going in as an SO, right? Or, or you know, like that, that guaranteed spot if you make it. So, so my point is, is they got this thing down to a science. 
you're not going straight to Buds. No, you're going to Great Lakes to boot camp, okay? But not only not only boot camp, after that, you're going to go to pre-Buds, okay? In pre-Buds, they're going to train the, the you-know-what out of you, but in a very scientific way. So think about it. If you come in trained at your max, right? You come in like super top shape, ready to go, running all these miles, doing all these pulls. Well, if you come in like that, now don't take this with caution. If you come in like that, and then you go to pre-buds, okay, and and now they've got you training and training and training to get you to the peak, and you're already at your peak, you start to break bones, you start to have stress fractures, and you start to deteriorate. So you don't want to come in at your peak, but you want to come in trained. You want to you want to be doing real well at perfect form pull-ups, down up, like I've told you, and in the running and the swimming. Uh, I would say you need to have a lot more running on your wheels than you do lifting weights. Don't be lifting weights. Uh, follow the, the Mighty Warrior workouts that I do, uh, and you'll be good. Uh, because a lot of that's about VO2 max and and, 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 um, and, and creating a, that great endurance, you know, and, and high, high uh, uh, man, it's, it's been a long day, high volume um, workouts that I do. So, so follow those. Touch point. That's right. Touch point, touch point, touch point. I mean, if we all got shirts that say touch point, it, it'd be a better world. Don't peek before buds. That is a great point. It's true. It's true. Don't be. I came in there like, like peeking out. And then I was like, oh my gosh, I got months before buds. Because you're going to go in there and then you're going to do pre buds. And with 500 people. And then you're going to, you're going to, you're going to, do pre-buds where you run, swim, and do cardiovascular, you know, do, do uh, weight training and stuff every day by top athletes, by Olympians and stuff. And so you've got to, you've got to uh, stay focused, but don't go too crazy in your head like I was and be running 11 miles a day and stuff. You're going to get stress fractures. And then by the time you get to buds, guess what? Snap in half. But, um... Uh, this person just asked, uh, what, what book do I recommend? You know, uh, I would recommend Art of War by Sun Tzu. I mean, seriously, it's like, you know, meditate on that. It, you know what meditate means? It means to read and then chew on it. Sit there and just chew on it like this. When you're big, be small. When you appear to be sick, act strong. I don't know, but just meditate on that. Marcus Aurelius meditations is great. The Emperor Marcus Aurelius, awesome stuff. I mean, great meditations is another one. You know, the Bible, above all things, the Bible. Uh, yes, I was in the Marines before SEALs. Uh, I like the SIG. Best pistol? I don't know, you know. Uh, I like the uh, I like the uh, MP40 Glock. I, I like the smaller the better. Like this, I like these little tiny things. Like this, uh, this is a GPS ankle bracelet, but it works just as well. I act like it's a pistol. That's right. I was a frogman, and Sun Tzu is awesome. Uh, you know, that's probably uh, all I'll probably do tonight. I just really appreciate y'all once again. And I, I thank you for...
from the bottom of my heart for the following. And uh, I'll, you know, the next live, I'll be a little more lively and a little more my head clear and, and have some good points on the social media and stuff and, and get you a lot of stuff. Okay. Favorite Bible verse? Um, my favorite Bible verse, I'll leave you with this and then I'm going to cut it off. But listen to me very carefully. Uh, he heard my cry. He inclined his ear. He heard my cry. He delivered me from a horrible, horrible pit. He brought me out of the miry clay. He set my feet upon a rock to stay. He put a new song in my mouth. TikTok. That was just for you. I believe that's Psalms 40. Hey, all praise be to God. Thank you very much. Good night, everyone. Thank you. See ya.